All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades, over on Twitter. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Rare Fud Radio. Episode number 48, we are closing in on 50. I appreciate all of you guys supporting the channel. Make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. Hit that little bell notification when we do go live. It is every Tuesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as always. And we do upload the episode to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, shortly after the episode. Make sure you are looking over on YouTube. We do make a bunch of shorts, just breaking down some of the highlights of the show. You really can't miss our content. We're everywhere right now. Today's episode is just a solo dolo show. We're going to be talking with good old Dorian, good old Joe, about what's going on in the market right now, what's going on with Soul pumping after the FOMC meeting and announcement yesterday. Jay Powell getting a little dovish over there, which is good for the coin. Let's talk about if it's good for NFTs. Uh, join with me today, my wonderful co-host, my brother-in-arms, Dorian. Dorian, how we doing today, my man? Yo, what's going on, Bison? Back for another one, dog. Every day is a holiday, and I'm happy to get into it. Your boy's over here printing in a bear market, thanks to Monkey Dow giving me whitelist to all the top projects, immediately selling for like two, three X. So I'm doing great, dude. That's good. Good to hear, Dor. I love to hear it. <coughs> I'm printing right now too. You want to know what I'm printing? Actually, I'll what get into printing, it in the show. I'll get into it in the show because some of this stuff, man, um, is actually working out. Some of these NFTs. I'll get into it in a little bit. We do have an alpha corner at the end of the show. Make sure you are staying to the end of the show. That's when we get to talk about the good stuff. But join with us, as always, is our other wonderful co-host, Joe Soul. Joe, how are we doing today? We're doing great, guys. Excited to get in this little alpha corner to talk about the market, man. Excited. Yeah. Yeah, we do have some good stuff to talk about. Of course, talk about some market headlines. Talk about the market overview. Um, speaking of market overview, Soul is pumping. Oh my goodness. Yesterday was a wild ride. I had to literally like clear my eyes because I was looking at a five minute chart and it looked like it should be a daily. Like the amount of volatility we had yesterday was insane. It was insatiable, man. I, I was sitting there, uh, NFTs, what? I was having so much fun trading the coin, man. Like it was so good across the market. There were some real winners, losers. Solana obviously ran up like 10% yesterday from its lows. You love to see it. Uh, we had some other coins like Optimism, absolutely slap, dude. Oh my goodness, this thing melted faces. And it's what we've been saying for a while. Target some of these low float, um, high VC interest coins with mm -hmm. unlocks coming up because they're going to pump their bags. If you don't think they have a vested interest in dumping on people, on dumping on retail, then uh, you haven't been paying attention. But let's get into the NFT market. We are looking at about 160,000 Solana volume. It's all right. It's all right. Whatever. It's, it's very meh for the day. If we're above like 150, I would say on TXO terms, um, 200 is really what I'd like to break. 300. If we go over 300, we're we're back in bull, baby. But um, but this is you know if you adjust it to the price of Solana now compared to our lows, like our eight dollar, ten dollar range, um, still looks good on a dollar value, but. Um, we'll talk a little bit about philosophy, how I'm changing my philosophy, uh, coming up, but guys, what do we think about the market right now? Let's kick it over the door and then we'll go over to Joe. Yeah. Uh, you know, your boy doesn't do too much like coin trading, just, uh, I'm focused on trying to launch, uh, working with cyber Samurai on a whole bunch of stuff. 
working on my own personal stuff, shorts for the channel. So it's like I have to allocate my time appropriately. So your boy doesn't do much trading, but I know you, Joe, and Shake, and the rest of the dojo have been absolutely printing, man. Like, you guys are monsters. Shake gave a shout-out to, like, I've been talking to Shake how awesome Joe is at trading. Like, Joe's probably the best like trader i know like hands down and i know a lot of good traders and for shake to be like joe's top tier it's like it even validates and give joe more credibility so to be able to be on a show with somebody who's uh, excels in his craft as much as he does is very humbling and I'm, I'm pretty happy to do it man so huge shout out to joe but uh i haven't been doing much of the coin trading side just been keeping an eye on nfts trying to wait till volatility calms down to see which ones I want to pick up or further get into. I still got my loans out on Clanosaurus, seeing what's going to happen with that. But overall, the market on the NFT side, man, nothing too crazy. Just, you know, wait until things settle down on the coin side. Absolutely. I, I And I think we are entering – I'm so glad Shake posted. We brought up Shake. Um, if you guys don't follow his uh, Temple of Tokens, go ahead and do so. I will try to link that. But um, I think it's in his Twitter bio, so um, – at OX underscore shake, go to his Twitter profile, make sure you are signed in and getting those announcements from his telegram channel, which basically goes through all of his calls and why he's making them. He actually echoed my exact sentiment. I think there's a lot of uncertainty in the market until we break this $26, mm -hmm. like stubborn, I'm talking break and close above 26 bucks, get back into that six month range we've been talking about. And then from there, I think there's enough optimism in the market that we would be able to see both soul go up and nft start catching up i don't think they'll uh, like catch up from their uh highs in terms of solana but i think they'll start catching up because a lot of them are down bad a lot of them are still 50 percent plus down from their all-time highs on soul so let's kick it over to the man the myth the legend himself joe soul who just completed his a hundred dollars and yes you heard that right hundred dollars to ten thousand dollars challenge joe how long did Let's that go. take you first off so first off door thank you for those kind words man i really appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart it means a lot to me man and um yeah it took about three weeks bison and i like to shake man i just got lucky i got truly lucky i entered the market dude when we took i mean we just took off 100 percent moves on all these altcoins and you know i got lucky right i mean i have you know good work ethic and i know how to look for setups and stuff but 100 to 10 does not happen and i got lucky with the initial bump to 1k and from there it was a little bit easier to swing but joe, it <laughs> sorry joe it's like joe's trying to be humble screw that i'm like i'm that that skill like you need skill dog while yes you do need a little bit of luck to go from 100 to 10k that's skill dog i don't care what you say <laughs> 100x yes. in literally in three, weeks. three weeks are you kidding and me dude you know what was fun is be able to be in the dojo with a lot of the trades and have like screen sharing and kind of just being transparent through it all seeing my small losses you know clipping two five six dollar losses a bunch before i hit that you know the big punch and just being transparent and letting people know like it's not easy you know it's it's very much 16 hours of the day you're not talking to your loved ones you're not talking to your girl like it's a lot of stress and anxiety and scalping isn't for the weak of heart but man it was some fun and to do it in the dojo with all the homies made it made it that much better i yeah I, you know i i completely agree uh, and it is fun if you guys don't know cyber samurai please get one i think everybody should own one cyber samurai i've said this for a while uh, mainly because you do get access to um our twitter group chat again i think because it's segmented we do have four different chats right now because thank you twitter for rugging us we only can cap it at 75 per um 
there are some with like original members. So we can't get everybody in there, but that's like our main method of communicating to a lot of people. Um, and then we, we've been cooking in VC lately, absolutely slamming stuff. So please join, please get involved with the dojo. I promise whatever cost cyber samurai is, you will make that money back. Not financial advice. I should probably lead with that. Not financial advice, but, um, the amount of alpha you get in that voice channel is unrivaled. Uh, kudos to you, Joe. I, I want to know when 10 K to a million challenge. That's the real question. That is the real question, and um, hopefully we'll get there soon. I did start a 1K to 10K for the fellas. Uh, we're up 20% on that. Just a, more of a – like, let me let me prove this to myself. That wasn't a fluke. Let's back test it. Let's go 1K to 10K, a little bit easier. So that's what we're on now, and then maybe we'll go 10K to a million. <laughs> Why don't we Yo. do 10K to 100K? That would be cool too. I mean, like, if you want to do 10X steps, that's fine as that's well. That's what I'm thinking too after this. I've solidify another 1K to 10K, 100K. I mean, 100 to 10K, 1K to 10K, then cool, 10K to 100K. Just you, to make sure that back up. You're going to hit that shit, dog. <laughs> I sure. And I've been running the four-hour, 24-minute setup, which is like this back-testing strategy I've been using. So it's kind of cool to be like, all right, I'm going to try this one more time, and then we'll go from there. So, yeah, super stoked. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. Yeah, man. dude, it, it's been fun to watch. Um, Joe's been spot on. Again, we have Joe locked in on a lifetime contract to Rare Fud Radio. Yeah, you can only get his premier alpha if you tune into the show Tuesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern facts, Standard facts, Time. Facts. Um, but Joe, how are we feeling about the market right now? I mean, we got really good sentiment from the FOMC meetings um, talking about, you know, we're basically changing stance from hawkish. It was pretty much hawkish over the past, uh, I would say, since August, July even. Um, and now it sounds a lot more dovish, right? Like we're, we're, you know, job market's really healthy. I think we've tapered inflation a good amount. And so it should be much more projectable. And so a lot of people are like, oh, it's risk on time, baby. Dixie is absolutely, you know, crapping itself. So a lot of people are seeing that the risk on, um, uh, approach is actually the right way to go. Do you feel the same way? Are we kind of feeling the same way about the market? Yeah, I definitely am um, starting to swing that way. Uh, for me, crypto-wise, Big Daddy Bitcoin, I, I just don't feel safe like longing a swing trade where I walk away for a couple weeks or whatever. Unless we're above 25.5 solidified up there, I just I feel like we need that because we can still go up, tap, create a, basically a, a double top from our last swing high before the swing low and roll back down to the CME gap that's you know, 21.5, 24, 19.6. Um, yep. That's plausible to me. Unless I can see a, a significant break above 25 and we're living up there, then I think we can see some altcoins really take off. BT trades crab market up there above 25.5. Alts take off again, and then we we figure out if we want to keep going higher or not. So that's where my mindset right now is for for weekly swings. I'm right there with you, Joe. And, and just to give listeners you know, digestible key levels to look at, Right now, 25.5 is a good mark for me. Break and hold that level, not just break it because we've been doing that a ton on Solana, which we'll get into in a second. Um, break and hold above 25.5. I want to see Solana break and hold above 26 um, and really push up a, even a little bit more past that. I'd say even 26.5 because we have like double taps on resistance um, over the past week or so. And so I would love to see a break above that. So your key levels 25.5 on Bitcoin, 26.5 on Solana. And I think from there, we just kind of rip. Um, Ethereum's kind of the same way. Right now, I'm actually, you know, if we can, I think Ethereum has a little bit more to go as far as like a lot more resistance. Um, so I see a lot more strength in some of these altcoins in Bitcoin itself. 
and in Solana. So that's I, I'm not really looking at Ethereum right now. I will eventually look into it because we've been talking about Iron Paw Gang for a while. I do want to ETH bag so I can mint, so I can make those plays over with Adam 8. Um, big fan of his work, as we talked about on the show. If you missed that episode, he is one of our like first interviews. He was phenomenal, and I think everybody is sleeping on that. But let's talk about some market talk. Let's get into some NFTs. I know that's why most people come in here. Um, still not really buying. The one thing I bought over the past uh, two weeks or so um, are a Chad Society by J Shep. Um, I did just buy a Critical because I I saw one on the floor that was like really good looking and it was like five soul. And I was like, I some of the best pixel art still out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a bid out on another one on one. But one of the things I've been buying a ton of lately is Nokia Mon on exchange art. If you guys have not been paying attention, some of these things are absolutely printing, dude. I yeah, All of them go for about 0.43 soul, 0.45 with exchange arts fee. Um, for instance, this Bascom that I minted, I think I have like three or four of them. Right now, currently the floor is 8.99 soul. You are now looking at a 20x on your investment. If you guys are not paying attention to Nokia Mon in terms of just fun collectibles, I think there's going to be backpack integration. Um, who knows what they could do with this? And I think it's really cool IP that a lot of people are. This is like trading cards. This is actually what I've looked for. They're open editions. So they usually last about 24 hours. And then from there, it closes off. They're not going to release them again. So whatever the supply is, that's it for those things. And I think a lot of people are still early on these. Um, there was only 118 editions sold on this Bascom one. And so there, you know, there's a lot of alpha to be had there. I've been having fun trading these things. Like I said, this is just an example of 20X. Some of these things have gone 200X. So mm-hmm. please, it is such a cheap entry. Not financial advice, but I don't think there's better RR out there in terms of NFTs right now. There isn't. I, I know that for a fact. So please, like the biggest alpha I can give you on the NFT side is be checking out exchange art. There is a one-on-one piece. I'm not even going to say it because I don't want anybody. If I get it at this price, I'm going to literally lose my mind. There's no shot I should be able to. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I think it. I know which one you're talking about because I was looking at it too. But if it, if it is the same one, I'm not going to touch it now. <laughs> the classic saga let me tell you guys something real quick i've witnessed the first time ever about six seven months ago when dorian and bison went for an auction piece together at the same time and ever since then when they've just had a dichotomy they don't want to talk about here and it's we're seeing it in live action <laughs> i i always get front run by you guys so I'm not going to mention it on stream i will bring it up next stream if i do end up winning it okay yes i'm not going to touch uh, it bison i just confirmed yeah. i won't touch it i promise so solid too i'm like yeah. really yes uh moral of the story is i think there's alpha on exchange art that a lot of people aren't looking at right now another big thing too and we talked about bonks on tuesday i saw something from dj poet talking about how he wishes the one-on-ones the one-on-ones are so good they're so good on on bonks and he wishes that they were just actually just a, a collaborative series on exchange art of just the one-on-ones because the base model doesn't do it justice. Um, they're still kind of fun, whatever he said. But I think um, artists kind of got shafted. And I, I actually kind of agree with that. Not fully because we talked about Nun Halley. I want to say that's how you pronounce the name. How gained notoriety through uh, the one-on-one submission and now is selling stuff for like 150 soul. Um 
I, so I, I don't want to say that, but I think these boutique one-on-one collections are still going to rip. You're still going to see it with, I, you know, I bought into Chad Society. I still think that is one of the cheapest entries into a great um, sort of alpha group. He got a really good foundation of people already. Um, and then through these auctions, they've been going for like 40 to 50 soul. I still think that's cheap. I think they will hit three digits um, just because J Shep's connected. He's got the right people and they do get a whitelist allocation for um, uh, Wolf Capital. Yeah, there we go. Pre-sale. Pre-sale. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I can't give any details. He said for us not to because it's just in White the chat. Pre-sale, um, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> um, definitely be looking out for those. I, I think a lot of these Lucid Drakes, Booze, Hotheads, all that good stuff. We're seeing a big one-on-one boutique meta. It is going to persist. I don't think it's a trend or anything like that. Nope. I think this is where you are really going to find your tribe for a lot of different people. And you're going to yeah. find some of the high net worth individuals in there. So even uh, Big Brain just put out a tweet that he was thinking about putting out a site focused only on one of one collections so people can network better against like uh, Boogles, Fellas, uh, what, Lucid Drakes? I don't know. That's somebody's name. But yeah. So I, I even like you said, Bison, things are starting to move in that direction more. If you want to be involved in these communities, you're going to want to start looking on the one of one side, Vice, the generative side. Yeah. And think of it this way, too. You know, being in a project now, I now know how pre-sale ideas go. Um, I wasn't involved in Heist pre-sale. If anybody's asking, I, I did not get to have any say into it pretty much. Um, but how they... It's easier to target some of these boutique collections versus a whole generative collection um, because there's not enough allocation for everybody and you're only going to get, you know, a handful of spots and there's going to be a lot of upset people compared to a lot of happy people. So this is where I think you can actually find alpha enough that it'll pay back its investment over a course of time through whitelist, through presale allocations. I would keep an eye on this space. Please do. Um First thing I want to talk about, actually, because they brought it up in chat and I forgot to put it into the show notes. But oh, my goodness, dude. Have you guys seen Mad Lads um, backpacks collection? Oh, my gosh. Oh, dude. this is this is um, it's their it's their profile picture JPEG collection. Dude, this stuff looks so good. It looks like Peaky Blinders. Right. But this is some of the best general. I, I can't wait to see the rest of the collection. It looks so good. I will pull it up for um everybody who is watching i've been following them for a while because i got i saw they got mentioned um but i didn't even realize they tweeted out and this looks like some of the best human artwork i have seen um to date for everybody watching you can come check this out this is this is incredibly good this is incredibly good this is very well detailed i think proportions look good i think shading looks good i think everything about this screams i would pfp this and I think that's exactly what you're going for when you're going for this type of art. I would PFP this in a heartbeat. I love my punk helm. This is it, dude. Mad Lads look so good. They are going to rip. Um, this is, I mean, I mean, I want all involvement in the backpack ecosystem in general. This is it, though. This is that good stuff. What do we think about the art, boys? Dude, um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's like kind of the, the best, not even kind of, that's the best human art I've seen. It's also slightly left-facing because, you know, if anything but left-facing PFPs, Solana's going to lose their mind. So <laughs> it, it's good, man. It's, it's really, really good. I'm hoping I get whitelisted again through Monkey Dow. Got my fingers crossed, but we'll see. Yeah. 
I yeah, want this it. This is so. fire, bro. Yeah. I mean, just the texture on the coat and like the tie. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just very much, it's very clean and uh yeah, I don't know the facial structure. It's just very yeah, mm-hmm. it's good art, man. It's it's really good art. And I'm telling you, I mean the cigarette and the smoke, and it's just like I don't know. It it's definitely appealing to the eyes. And uh I think, right, as long as you have one a backpack code and username, you're you're good to go, I think. I'm not I sure need, though, right? Dude. I, I need I need more involvement. I keep putting it off, getting involved in backpack, and I need to. I just need to send it because Do you, you guys have codes yet? No, no I, I don't would... have a code. No. All right. I'm gonna get on that for you guys right now. Oh yo, Joe, you the man, dog. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, anyways, want to touch on that. If you guys aren't checking out the backpack ecosystem in general, um, what are you doing? I like I I have even downloaded the extension and stuff. I don't have a code yet, but um, you know, Joe's here to save the day as usual. So that is great. Thank you, Joe. And um, let's get into the rest of the show. So we do have a couple of things. One, we have ovals. And so I, I think I mentioned it um, last episode that they tease corruption, but you can now pledge your ovals to fight in um, kind of like a, you know, you pledge your ovals. There's a chance of winning per, I think it's fun gamify mechanics, nothing we really haven't seen before, but this also helps, you know, I think anything you can do that's interactive with your NFT will help the demand for the NFT and it will lock up the supply a little more. Now it is soft staking that, which we all love. I think oval staying in your wallet is always a good thing. Um, Joe, can you walk us through a little bit more about this kind of um, battle? If you go to uh, app.elixir.io, um, you can actually go to the corruption tab and there is an essence war is what it's called. And basically there's going to be a few different events um, the ambush at the river Delta is this one. It ends in the next two days, basically a little under two days from now. So make sure you get your ovals in and you can pledge either side. So there is a chance of winning on both sides. Um, it looks like there is some nice prizes for it. Can you walk us through those though? Yeah, absolutely. So, so each, uh, section, um, each battle we are going to say they have airdrops and rewards coming for um, each oviole that is pledged, first off and foremost. Second, whoever wins that battle will get allocated said um, prizes, which are from legendary ovioles to certain tokens that are going to be involved in the ecosystem, um, you know, rare ovioles, all these things, and then they get sent out randomly between the, the pledged ovioles. So it's like a, you know, a rating, um, a rating mechanism. So you have percentage-wise, you know, Right now it's 50-50, but the more people that pledge on one side, the higher it goes, the lower side will always have better rewards. So it's kind of averaging itself out. If more people are going to corrupt it and it's like 55% chance that they will win, the city of Elixir will have much better rewards. So they're kind of averaging that out as well. So it's just another gamified staking mechanism with airdrops. Um, but you have to be pledged. And it's soft staking, right? So it stays in your wallet as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think... This is the kind of fun stuff that, you know, it's it's inching into where we want to go with this. And so they're just trying out different mechanics. Obviously, Elixir is an AMM. At the end of the day, that is what they are. But they're going to work towards fragment uh, of fragmentation mm-hmm. of NFTs. Oh, my goodness. I don't know why I could not say that word. But fragmentation of NFTs, um, being able to trade it, uh, all that good stuff. And I think Elixir ovals are still a good play. They did go down a little bit. Of course, soul ripped up. Everything's going to go down pretty much. 
Um, but one to watch, you know, if we keep introducing these good mechanics, I think this is always something to watch. I only have three ovals, full disclosure, just so you guys know. Um, I will look to add more on the dip. Let's talk about some of the mints that we have today. So we do have Gigadal Mint today. Pirate Squad just minted. Um, Pirate Squad has done pretty well, actually. I think they're at like six point something soul. I have no idea what they do. Does anybody here have any idea what Pirate Squad does? I briefly heard of them, but I, I don't know remember exactly what they do. Casino Casino Rev Share, but it's going to be a peer to peer casino, which you know is um I don't know you know peer to peer casinos are different, and we will see how that uh, paradigm plays out. On, Look, uh, the fact that it's a casino dog, Immortals ripped up the thirty. I ain't gonna fade pirates. That's all I got. To oh say. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rev sh- yeah, bro. You know what it is, dude. All uh-huh. you have to look out for, guys, in any of these pre-sale allocation plays, look for your biggest vested period, your shortest vested period, and get out before then. Just like any ICO, you want to get out because they will melt the price up into that ICO release of vesting, and then you're getting dumped on. So they'll make it look bullish, make it look all out great. So just make sure you guys are ready for that. Maybe keep one in the bag if you get the dual bot rise, and you know it is it, it is what it is. It's they're doing it well, but I would look for that price target to get out on before vesting us uh, unlocks. Yeah. Do we know anything about their pre-sale or anything? They're actually down today. They're down to uh, five point five. They did run up to like almost eight soul, I think. Pirates. Um, yeah, pirate squad. Yeah, but- huge pre-sale to Enigma and Boogles. Like almost, I think ten to twenty spots a person. Like they had a, a very big allocation. Yeah, um, Boogles get tend to get uh, surprisingly a massive allocation for a lot of pre-sale allocations for a lot of collections. I'm sure individuals who have been working on pre-sale recently understand that. <laughs> yep, I do. Um, but. Uh, the nice thing is, I and I don't know if it was per person, like we didn't guarantee everybody in Boogles got a spot. It was a certain allocation. There was a max number you can mint. And then, you know, if you didn't get it, you know, tough luck, you should have kept your uh, notifications on. So, um, yeah, we don't really, <laughs> you, you got to keep your notifications on for that. But uh, these actually look pretty good. I wish the NFT itself was bigger um, because I think the art's actually pretty cool. But other than that, I mean, it's the narrative around it, right? And we keep going after these. And guys, I want you to listen to me. Look, look me in the eyes. There is no rev share out there that is sustainable enough to last more than your Excel spreadsheet that you are crafting to make it. It's not going to work. All right. You are not going to get rich over the next three years. It may last a month um, 99% of the times, right? I, I think the only one that I would say is sustainable right now is dual bots, um, which I think. coin flip, dog. Yeah, DJ. Oh, yeah, DJ and Fat Cats and DJ and Coin Flip for sure. They standed the test of time. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I don't. I don't really know any project that can sustain its rev share. It is the narrative of rev share that drives the price up, and the real alpha is selling when that price drives up. Mm-hmm. So just know when you actually have the rev share, it is the narrative around it. When that narrative feels like it is just overwhelming, bullish, all that good stuff, that's a good time to sell. Just my two cents. Uh, rev share is not sustainable, especially in a highly volatile market like NFTs. Um, and the more gambling meta that comes out, the more people that are going to spend time on different sites. And in the, in the end, like, I don't know how most of these are going to beat out something like soul casino that's coming out. I think that's a banger. Um, Rollbit is out there. You don't need an NFT to play with that. That site is filthy. I'm never touching it again. 
Um, I loaded up a hundred bucks and lost that stuff quick, man. I lost that quick. I'm out. I'm not doing it anymore. Um, but it was fun. It was really fun. It was very degen. Um, outside of that, I just don't know how some of these plays are going to even rival uh, some of these sites. So just know that GigaDAO is another one. I kind of want to kick it over to Joe because I think Joe has more information on GigaDAO. Um, I are they they're going to be a DEX, right? That uh, is going to they're basically fragmenting NFTs. They're going to be a DEX. You can trade the fragments of NFTs and kind of like a a marginal thing. So you're not trading a full NFT. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So so basically, I'm cool. seeing I'm seeing a ceiling where Elixir like almost like was like twelve fifteen soul maybe um, before they ripped up possibly just from the same thought process maybe. Um, but yeah, vesting for them is heavy too within a month. So we'll, we'll, we will see what, what plays out there with release and reveal. Yep. Uh, that's another one that unless you got in from the ground floor up, not touching right now, these loot boxes from Gigadale are going uh, for 51 soul. 51. So they ran up from like eight soul too. They were dirt cheap um, early December. So if you missed that, you know, don't feel bad. I missed it too. We're going to miss some plays. That's just what happens. Dor, do you have any thoughts on GigaDAO um, um, in general? Yeah, I, I'll, it's interesting. There's obviously a lot of hype behind it, but I, I wonder how they'll be able to compete against Elixir because if I'm not mistaken, Elixir is doing something very similar with fragmentalization of NFTs. And one of the biggest drivers to GigaDAX or, uh, GigaDAO is RevShare. And I think that's another thing why people are so pumped about it. But once again, with RevShare, if nobody utilizes your platform, you're not getting shared anything. Uh, we saw preview. They have previews videos that I looked at. I mean, it's pretty simple, but it's nothing too crazy. I just, while trading fractionalized NFTs are fine, my thing is like, well, are you just better off trading, you know, an NFT, especially if it's high volume? Why are you trading fractionalization, fractionized parts of it? If it's a D god potentially, but most things aren't D gods. Most things are new mints with high act, uh, high volume on it. So why don't you just trade those NFTs? Get realize the full profit of floor price movements, vice freaking points of soul. Like it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense in my opinion. Yep. Um, so. And interject real quick because I was wrong. I want to make sure. So they're actually a DEX as well, providing um, spot trading, margin trading, leverage trading, um, also turning NFTs into ter- tokens. Um, so that's that's what they're doing as well. So it's a full-on DEX, which I didn't realize. I thought it was just based for NFTs. And they're going to be doing staking as well for an IDO in tw- or late 2023. So I guess they have and the rev share. So they're kind of hitting all the buzzwords, which is yeah. very hard to keep to keep up in the long term so and you yep. know how i would play that joe is i would sell off those buzzwords and then buy back in once those buzzwords kind of die down but those are really interesting buzzwords and if they so can true. actually deliver on those buzzwords then great but mm-hmm. until then you sell the narrative and then you buy back in when they actually deliver that's how i would play it personally um since i missed out on the mint or under eight soul for um you know the the loot boxes I'm, I'm not trying to play this. I think there's so many mints coming out, so many mints, guys, that are coming out in February. We talked about it last show that, that you will have your pick and choose of which ones you want to chase. And right now, this market, um, we'll see. You want to save your liquidity right now. That's all I will say is make sure that you are spending your liquidity 
on the right mints and chasing it at a good entry price, not you know when it's pumped 800% or something like that, right? I, that would be my two cents on it. Um, any final thoughts on GigaDAO before we go into Blocksmith Labs announcement? Uh, nothing else on GigaDAO. I'm, I'm happy to see how it does long-term. Uh, I had a whitelist for it, like minted, sold it for like 3X. I don't really mess around with mints. So if I can take some quick liquidity, I'll take it. It ain't going to be no issue in my book. But yeah, I, I'm interested to see how everything turns out. Yep, absolutely. Let's talk about Blocksmith Labs. I am laughing because Lou and I were talking about it on No Fluff, I think earlier this week even. And we were basically saying like, you know, charts we like. And Lou brought up, he goes, you know, I actually kind of like Blocksmith Labs. I was like, you know, it's really funny you say that because I also like the Smith chart. Um, I think they can come down a little bit more, which they have now. I think the last time I checked, let's see, they were at like 70 something. I think that's a decent price. I'm I'm waiting for confirmation. I think you should always wait for confirmation. I'm not trying to catch a knife, y'all. I'm trying to buy into strength when it actually confirms reversal. But this is a really interesting level for me. Um, if I'm looking on the daily, I really like this uh, like 74.8 range, 75-ish, which we're almost there. So with Blocksmith Labs, they did announce in April 2023, they're coming out with Beasts. So Beast is going to be their more affordable entry into the Blocksmith Labs ecosystem. Um, and there's a few cool mechanics with it. Uh, just to give you a little lowdown on it, Beast will serve as an extension of the Smith story and provide an entry into the Blocksmith Labs ecosystem. There's a surprise you will not see coming. Huh. Love some good weaponized anticipation, but there's some really cool minting mechanics, as you would expect from Blocksmith Labs, who has Mercury, who has Bifrost and has launched some decent projects. We do like the Fruits when they had their run-up. We like Sentries when they had their run-up. Um, Sentries actually got called on Wise Whales. I don't know if you guys saw that, if you guys have Wise Whales, but um, maybe a play to look at. They're pretty cheap right now, and I know there's a lot of good sentiment behind them. Nonetheless, they're going to be each Ascended Smith will be eligible to receive a Beast. So if you do have a Blocksmith, make sure you are Ascending it so you can get this Beast. Um, unique reveal mechanism in Forge does sound a little bit like pilots to me. Um, you know, with the, the scrap call, they're trying to burn some scrap before they transfer to graphite, you know, whatever. Uh, X spots for redacted. Hmm. Another good little weaponized anticipation. They're really nailing it. And around a thousand whitelist spots will be distributed via beast board. So the beast board's cool. It does sound kind of like how Utes allocated, um, their spots to different DAOs based on how much dust you contributed. If you guys remember that, I know that was forever ago. It almost, dude, that was like nine months ago now. That is yeah, wild no. to think of. But um, yeah, projects, communities can uh, get an entry onto the leaderboard for a fixed one-time fee of Forge. And then basically the community votes on these DAOs, which I think is a very interesting mechanic. It's different from the dust, you know, just give us a bag of dust. And then you're like, oh, man, I'm going to get like 200 white, whitelist spots. And then all of a sudden somebody else comes in with a, a greater portion and your whitelist spots dwindle. And then you look at the dust cost. and You're like, why did I spend so much? This is more of a social sentiment. I actually like this. Guys, what do we think about Beast and Blocksmith Labs? Let's go with Joe first and then Door. Hey, guys. Sorry, my mic was muted. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so no, I'm ex you know, Blocksmith Labs, they have a legit legit team of devs they are a serious squad they've done it right they stabled over at the right time they have the runway um you know 
Mercury's kind of getting outshined by Subber at the moment, which is okay because that doesn't mean they still have a strong platform. They just a little bit marketing, I think, on that end. Um, but you know, listen, at this point in time, for the holders, at this point, they've held for over a year. Most of them withheld a seventy soul floor. And I think you're repaying them back, right? I, I, I don't look them extracting stuff out of the ecosystem with this. I, I do look like they're going to take that money, put it back into their project for their holders and build. I don't think that BSL are extractors. I definitely think that they're adding to this space. So yeah, I'm excited for them. I probably won't hop into this just because the, 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 the risk to reward ratio is super high. I mean, what, a 70 soul whitelist allocation, you know, it's very, very much high for me. But I'm excited to see what they do here. For sure, they're they're innovative and their tech is great. So I'm excited to see what they how they they bring this into the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good take, Joe. Uh, Dor, what do we think about this? Yeah, man. Um, I'm like it just fits in my thesis of like support projects. Like you want to get in these secondary projects from good projects. Anytime a top tier project releases something else, it's likely to do well. So if Blocks and its Labs right now sitting what around 77 floor price. Beast may potentially go up to around 38. So if you can get a white, I personally am not going to buy a BSL uh, to get into the ecosystem for the whitelist. But I think if you're able to maintain one or buy somewhere under that 10 soul mark or something, you're probably going to print off of this. So I, I'm definitely looking forward to see what they're doing. Blocksmith has been around for a while now. They really set the standard for like uh, whitelist management tools, minting platforms in the ecosystem. And uh, I'm pretty bullish on them for the future, dog. I was, we've been around long enough to watch these things run up from what? Four, eight soul, all the way to like breaking 100, 150. So it was pretty nuts. So still bullish on them as always. Yeah, I, um, I'm right there with you, Dor. I, I do believe in investing in good people. And if that wasn't enough for you, Anatoly has pretty much come out and said that Blocksmith Labs are the best builders in Solana. Um, which, you know, Fade, one of the co-founders of Solana, not going to make it. I, I do think this is a viable entry into it. I'm still, again, everything's in a downtrend right now in NFTs. I'm not trying to catch any knives, but I'm interested. I want one bad. I think... You're right, Door. I think the play would be to wait until after Beast, and maybe mm -hmm. I can get some Dow spots on the Beast board or whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. But one of the reasons, and Joe hit on it, is that Subber has outshined Block or Mercury right yeah. now. And I think that is just a byproduct of maybe Mercury is too high priced for some of these projects. Mm -hmm. Maybe Subber is a better price. Maybe Mercury reallocates. I enjoy Mercury much better than Subber. I'm going to say yep. that right now. Uh, Mercury is just way better, in my opinion, of, of a whitelist management tool. So as somebody who's working and trying to figure out which whitelist management tools they're going to use, allocation has a lot to do with the dog. You're like giving a portion of your supply to like just to use somebody's tool when you can either pay per transaction. It's like, why am I just going to pay for the transaction instead of giving away my supply? So from somebody who's actively looking for one now, that, that's a lot of the reason to do with it. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot to, to choose from these days, right? Mm -hmm. it, it is Mercury, it is Subber, it is Gib, it is also, you can do HelioPay too for, for pre-sale. I mean, there's just a lot of options, which we always saw coming. It was a really good business model, and, and there's always going to be competition that comes into the Web3 space. I think they do have to either reevaluate cost or just add in yeah. something that's so groundbreaking into Mercury that just makes it much easier, but... I've used all the whitelist tools. I, I don't like Subber that much. I like Gib. I like Mercury. 
HelioPay is great because you don't have to worry if you have the USDC or in there or whatnot. I actually say um, Supper is probably my least favorite, but that's just me. And I know everybody has their preferences. And like Dor said, at the end of the day, it's the cost of the project, right? How much supply they're asking for, how much the cost is, how much the transaction is, whatever it looks like. So one to keep an eye on. I am looking at Beast. That'll be a fun thing to trade. So I'm definitely, I think April will be a good time frame for NFTs. We'll see how the market plays out, but you can never really time this stuff. And now that they've already given a date, uh, they better hope the market looks better for NFTs yeah. by then. Um, guys, I think that covers all the headlines we wanted to talk about. Is there any other headlines you want to talk about before we get into Alpha? No, you covered it, B. Sweet. Now we get to talk about the fun part. Let's get yes. into the Alpha Corner, as we usually do at the end of our solo shows without an interview, and talk about what we're looking at in the market. Again, dog. Um, anyways, I, I, again, I'm not really buying too many NFTs right now. Um, let's kick it over to you, Dor. What are you looking at right now? Yeah, man, I still got my eye on Clanosaurus, dude. I'm uh, still like deciding on if I'm going to default on my loan. Sorry, whoever issued that out, but that's the way the game works. Uh, to default on my loan or not, or just pick them up lower. Right now, and I'm still looking at picking up lower because I'm unsure what Soul's going to do. I so I still think that might be the play for me. Uh, but also, one of the pieces of alpha is just like pick up a Cyber Samurai, man. Uh, it'll pay, <laughs> not financial advice, but it'll pay for itself. And for those who don't know, I am the chief operations officer. So take that for what you want. But even as Bison was saying, it's like you have Joe in there doing constant trading with tokens. And you got Shake in there. Bison's in there all the time. It's like there's such a good group. Like Easy was in the uh, chat uh, giving Bodegos uh, whitelist away a couple weeks ago. So I just think it's a great group of people to be around in a bear market. And also, if you really want to learn the ecosystem, make money back quickly, you'll cover your cost basis in no time. Right now in Cyber Samurai, is like at five soul. Our collection has massive volatility. We'll run up double digits and then pull back. Like, it's just the way it is. We also got an airdrop coming. If we ever have an in-person meeting, Shake's going to buy everybody food and drinks and give you merch. So I just think if you want to be a part of a great community where uh, you'll have a great time in the space, that's it. So right now, Kalinosaurus and, of course, Cyber Samurai. Um, UGS as well, dude. Uh, we got core that's coming really soon. I think they said in the next couple weeks of February. So super excited for core. Um, but yeah, man, I, I was also say there's a lot of bison mystery on the last episode. It just feels like there's a water hose of mints coming out, but unlike the past, it's a water hose of like quality mints, like a lot of good, good mints are coming. And if you're able to get whitelist for these, uh, I think you'll, you'll print. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, specifically the heist, just going to throw that out there. Oh, I don't need any more hype right now. <laughs> we, Yo, we, we got uh, 12 pre-sale spots so far. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that's a, that's an absurd amount. First off, um, second off. Um, yeah. We'll talk more about the ice when we're ready to, I promise you guys it'll come on this show. So, Make sure you are subscribed right there. Yeah, you click that little button down there. That'd be cool. And Joe, I want to talk to you about what you're looking at in the market because I know you're like me right now. Don't really look at NFTs. Don't really look at uh, buying NFTs right now until we get to a certain point. Uh, what point are you looking at that you would be like, okay, I think right now I'm looking to start buying NFTs. Yeah, that's a good, that's a great point. I did trickle in a couple buys in Elixir, Clayno, and Shark just because I was like, looking at it like a swing position like i want to take the 10 percent bite here i'll take another 10 percent bite lower another 20 percent if we go 
So my my thought process is BTC right now completely. Like I said before, twenty five and five and up. I think NFTs will do well. I think alts will run. I think will range, and I think people will feel good about going back into NFTs. We've breaking a kind of a midpoint in people's psychology, um, especially if we get up past twenty six soul twenty six dollars twenty seven dollars. Um, but for me, I'm just waiting for volatility right now to end with uh, loans. To be honest with you, the default nature of the loans that are out right now, waiting for them to kind of equal out. And then we'll see what the AMMs are telling us for floor prices. So I'm kind of looking from the trickle down effect from BTC to loans to floor prices is what I'm kind of watching at the moment. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, while we have been on this podcast, Soul has dumped another dollar. We are back at 25 bucks, like on the dot. I, I, I need this to stop, y'all. This is, I mean, Holy cow, I actually love did. it wow. because... You can wow. just, you know, scalp, scalp, you know, you can set a range and basically set it and forget it because that's what it's doing at this point. Um, it, it cannot cross and hold above this 25, 79, 26-ish range at all. It literally, it, it can't do it. I'm, I'm convinced. So if this sort of range keeps happening, I'm fine, but I don't need these candles that are like three or 4% per day, yeah. per hourly candle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what's killing us right now. So um, yeah. I'm right there with you, Joe. I think I, I'm, I'm waiting for chopped end before I really get involved in NFTs right now. The only things I'm looking for are whitelist spots, um, pre-sale. Yeah. I think mints are going to cook just because you're getting in at a really good entry point. Um, there are some secondary plays, but right now there's just so many good mints coming up that I think if you can get pre-sale spots, if you can get whitelist spots for some of these, they will pay themselves back and then some. And I think you're getting in at a really good entry price. Some of these, like, I wish I got into dual bots at 16, right? You know, like, I wish that was a thing or 20 or 25 or 40. Um, I didn't. I really want a dual bot right now, but I just don't know about the price. And I know they're coming out with really cool games and stuff. And the gambling meta is hot, right? The gaming meta is hot. And I would love to get a dual bot. I just don't know about the price. And that is a lot of risk because, you know, it doesn't matter how good their product is if their systematic risk of soul just being so volatile yep. continues to be persistent. It doesn't. It doesn't matter the project. Almost all of them are down across the board. Mm -hmm. um, so I. I don't know. My if I'm looking at NFTs right now, I'm just watching charts, y'all. I am literally just watching charts. That's all I'm doing. I'm scoping out good entries, but everything keeps bleeding. Tio Pilots is down to sixteen. Yep. Lily's down to six and a half. Um, you know, some of the stuff, I mean, Pirate Squad that just ran up down um, 5.7 today uh, to 5.7 today. Uh, all of these collections are just bleeding. And so until the bleeding stops, I'm not going to be the one that's like trying to call the bottom on NFTs because I don't know. It really just depends on what Solana is going to do. Like I said, I would love to see a break and hold of 26. We have not been able to do that. Um, and until then, I really think volatility is just got we're just going to chop in a very volatile action until we get above that floor. It's going to be a liquidation battle of bulls, of bears, until we get above 26. That's all I'm looking for. Right now, that's all I'm looking for. Once we get there, then I can reevaluate, see, okay, what prices have bled for a long time that I can mm -hmm. buy into. You know, Maybe it is another Iron Paw Gang spot because those are closing in on 50 right now for Voxel Monkeys. Um, not Voxel Monkeys. Gosh, I wish a Voxel Monkey was I know, right? Um, but a supply chain Voxel bot, right? I wish... Um, if they go below 50, I think that is a buy. Those do hold their value much better than some of these other stuff. Right now, the only NFT I'm playing, Nokia Mon. That's it. Right now, I'm just minting every single edition I see. I'm just click, 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 click. And I probably click about four times before I uh, I stop. 
at least. I usually try to get about four of them. So that's all I'm doing right now. I don't really have a whole lot of NFT alpha. Right now, I would say the best thing to look at are coins. Some of these coins are absolutely ripping. They're way more liquid. And if you don't like the position or you want to use that liquid somewhere else, one button to click and you are sold at a very competitive price too. You don't have to worry about instant sale like you do with NFTs. And then you go into Solana and then you have to worry about the price of Solana. Then you have to stable out or you don't and whatever you want to do. With coins, it's very easy. Pair them against USDT. You can leverage trade if you want to. Not financial advice. Not everybody is built to leverage trade. But a lot of these coins are swinging. I mean, dude, Optimism ran 10% yesterday. Phantom is on a tear today. 8.67%. Like if you aren't looking at altcoins because you're tribalistic and looking at NFTs and everything like that, I think you're doing yourself a disservice because you start looking at this ecosystem in a different way. You look at Bitcoin's price action. You start looking at the S&P and what it's doing, um, the dollar index. And when you start seeing how these things interact with each other and then how it affects the price of soul and then how it affects the price of NFTs, that's when you become that excellent trader like Joe is right over mm-hmm. there. Yeah, well said, Bison. And that's, once again, why I said pick up a Cyber Samurai because if you want to hang out with Bison and Joe and Shake and talk about all these, like you guys are in Discord all day, essentially. I know Joe is like all night. I know Shake's in there and all you guys in what? Uh, NSTR, I think he's a, he's a youth holder or whatever. He's in there as well. And like, if you guys want to print on trading, that's the place to be. I, I don't know of anywhere else like that you can pay a hundred bucks for an NFT that will constantly give you value to have access to this type of information to some other like scrub call groups that you could get into for 10 X for the price of that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, dude, Dojo VC been eating. Um, the only NFTs that we have been looking at are Canto NFTs. And we can talk about that. If you really want alpha right now, it's just like buy everything on Canto. And, uh, dude, some of those collections have been absolutely farming volume. Dude, they have like, I looked at some of them the other day. They have like $400,000 volume. That's that, crazy that, that is insane, dude. That's crazy. What? Canto is ripping itself. And like, I, it just makes no sense to me. I don't get it. But you know what? If you got in early on mm-hmm. Canto NFTs, good for you. I think it's another Aptos NFT situation. So yes. proceed with caution. Get in, get out. Um, but you can flip over there. I, I think this is the time to be putting your ear to the ground and checking out other ecosystems, whether it's DeFi, whether it's other NFT ecosystems, whether it's another coin or scalping or swing trading or anything like that. But Solana NFTs, until the bleeding stops, I have no interest in them. Point blank, period. No, nope. well said, dog. And like, that's why I'm reevaluating my position in Clannosaurs. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know right now, dog. I'm like, I, maybe I should just like wait a little bit. Like you said, is like there's so much unknown with what Soul's doing. I just think it's too risky to be buying anything other than Cyber Samurai. That's that's a safe bet. It, one will not hurt you. I promise. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, and they're so cheap right now too, dude. Yep. Everything's run down so much that Cyber Samurai are like four something Soul. I think. Yeah um maybe five soul i i can't remember the last time i checked on them yep they're right over five soul right now to me i think everybody should own one samurai not financial advice but we do give really good advice in that channel so mm-hmm. um if you want to learn how to survive a bear market or or uh i don't even know what to call it market we are ripping up but <laughs> yeah um maybe like an nft bear market if we want to call yeah, it that. nft bear mini bull on the crypto side i don't know what's going on <laughs> yep Yep, we don't have an NFT. Basically, we are Cyber Samurai. That's it. 
Um, we do run various projects. Heist will be coming soon. Very excited to get into it when I can. But right now, not the time. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, guys, any other alpha? Joe, do you have anything else for us? Um, oh, great trader, because I, <laughs> I, I will buy anything you tell me to buy right now. <laughs> no, 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 not looking for anything to buy right now. Um, honestly, lo looking for BTC to visit range lows, 23K, and see what happens there. Um, that's what my eyes are on right now. Um, intraday trading shit tokens, and I would love a big bounce at 23K to grab some longs on some some alts that will reverse quickly as well. Um, so that's what I'm looking for today is just, you know, in and out of these tokens, man. And uh, hopefully... We'll see some bombs happen on NFTs here, and I and I, I I am I'm feeling pretty confident that some of these blue chips are coming to the uh, to buy points. So that's what I'm excited for right now. Yep, I'm right there with you. They will definitely be coming to buy points once core comes and people can actually mm -hmm. use that tool in order to do so. We actually did get invited into the core alpha. Very excited for that. Thank you, Jake, for thinking of us and what a great episode that was. We will give you guys our thoughts whenever we do go through core alpha. Give you guys a little rundown on it. Uh, Jake gave a really thoughtful analysis on it when he was on our show. If you missed that episode, go ahead and check that out. Guys, anything else we want to cover before we wrap up the show? No, I'm, you, you guys are awesome. Love hosting with you every Tuesday and Thursday at 2 p.m. EST. It's a great time. We want to shout out to the entire audience for joining us today. I like all out of all the shows you could be watching or the spaces you could be listening to. You all take time to be here with us and can't say how much we appreciate that. Yeah. And seriously, thank you guys so much for joining on YouTube where we get to chat with you guys. Seriously. Awesome. Love doing it. Please make sure you subscribe down below. It does help grow the channel so we can reach more people, talk a little bit more and, you know, actually make a living off of this because right now we're just doing it for free. We're doing everything for free. We're giving you guys the alpha. The only money we make is on our calls. So yeah, you know, I, <laughs> any sponsors out there that want to sponsor hey. the show, we'd love to talk to you. But other than that, guys, Always a pleasure talking with you guys, talking about the market, talking about what's up with NFTs and why they are capitulating while Soul is absolutely ripping and then ripping back down and doing its thing. Um, everything else, yeah, please make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We do stream every Tuesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, like Dor said. And we'll see you on the next episode of Rare Fud Radio. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Have a good one. Peace.